0: Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number 14. Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, so glad you're here for this week's episode, which is all about understanding what the heck is going on with your overwhelming tendency to want to fail in advance. Why there's no upside to psyching yourself out like this, and finally, tips to clean up your thinking when you have something big going on that could use some more useful thoughts. Before we dive into this topic, I want to ask you an important question. Did you guys know that when you leave a review for this podcast and let me know about it, you are eligible for a draw for free coaching? I'm giving an hour of free coaching away to 10 lucky listeners. So if you haven't given me a review yet, please think about it. It would be awesome and I would really appreciate it. So it only takes a few seconds to do that. To get specific instructions about how, just go to susierosenstein.com forward slash iTunes and it's all laid out there. On that note, I want to give a shout out to Two Labs for Sue, who just won an hour of free coaching. So congratulations. She left an awesome review and it was called "Susie Gets Us. And this is what she said. Susie, I just finished binge listening to your podcast on the seven hour ride home from visiting my son in college. The trip could have been a huge pity party, but you've given me a new perspective to consider. I can choose my thoughts and thus my feelings. I can identify with every topic you've covered so far. Your advice, guidance, humor, and kindness is a gift to us women in the middle. I'm looking forward to continuing this journey with you. She also gave some suggestions for future podcast topics, which is really amazing. And I would encourage you guys to share your ideas with me too. So two labs for Sue, congratulations. You just won. Your name was in the draw and it's all about you this week, baby. Congratulations. That's terrific. Watch your email for my scheduling link. Or I can't remember, I think you reached out on Facebook, so I'll contact you, get your email, and send you my scheduling link, and away we go. I want to thank all of you amazing women in the middle, out there in podcast land, for listening and being on this trip together. Living intentionally and making this specific effort to love your life, even at our age, is critical, and I'm so honored to be with you all each week. So, let's dive in. Like I said... This week is all about getting a handle on this overwhelming tendency that we sometimes have to fail in advance. So that is what we're going to talk about today. Last week in episode 13, I shared a crazy personal story with you guys about how doing something that I loved created an opportunity of a lifetime for me to be included in a really cool exhibit at the Museum of Modern Art. Yes, I just said the Museum of Modern Art that is MoMA in New York City. That little museum. (laughs) It's still a bit hard for me to believe. As this whole thing played out over the last few months, I was incredibly fascinated to watch my brain and how I was processing everything. To be more specific, what I really noticed was how much difficulty I had accepting that this amazing thing might actually happen. I caught myself in the act of what I like to refer to as psyching myself out. I'm pretty sure that this is such a common practice that many of you guys will be able to relate to this. Here's what I mean with this particular example, I explained last week that I have this Etsy store online where I sell beaded wire creations like pendants and kippas. The kippas I make are head coverings for Jewish women. I was first notified about the opportunity for one of my handmade beaded kippas to be included at MoMA last May, and now it's October. So, let the brain watching Begin. That's brain watching, not brain washing. So, as you can imagine, when I got this first email, I was shocked. And I think this reaction might be common. You know, when a huge world renowned museum contacts you out of the blue, (laughs) it's a little surprising. Then I proceeded to do some Googling to make sure that things looked legit, which they did. The emails looked legit. The email addresses looked real. There was indeed. This exhibit called "Items Is Fashion Modern" that was coming up. I was told that MoMA wanted to purchase one of my beaded wire kipas as it was being considered to be included in this new exhibit, and I would be told late June if it was in or not. Okay, this is where things got a little interesting. As if this situation wasn't interesting enough, so my immediate inclination was to psych myself out. I noticed my thinking that I wanted to prevent disappointment. So you know what I mean. I wanted to prevent myself from getting hurt to prepare myself just in case this didn't work out. I started to think things like this, basically to protect myself if my KiPA didn't make the final cut to be included. So here's what I was thinking. It's more likely that it just won't happen. It's so crazy Getting this far is, oh, it's enough. I will still be happy even if it doesn't happen. Do you see what I was doing? Instead of psyching myself up and getting into the right frame of mind for success, I was doing the opposite. I was psyching myself out and getting into the right frame of mind for failure. (laughs) In other words, I was preparing myself to fail in advance. Wow. This mental practice of mine wasn't that easy to see because it had become a habit. In fact, I didn't see it right away at all. The way I was thinking seemed totally normal to me. In fact, it even seemed wise. I even thought that I couldn't share the story with that many people because it might not happen and I would look stupid. Like I wanted to tell people, I told some people, but it just seemed scary To tell people. Fortunately, though, I was smart enough to share this unbelievably exciting story about MoMA contacting me out of the blue with this potential opportunity with my mentor, Brooke Castillo, via text message. I told her the whole thing. I got this email, it seemed legit, it was crazy, but I didn't know yet if I made it into the exhibit and I would keep her posted. Then she texted me back four words. That changed my perspective monumentally. She wrote, You got this, Mama. I was floored, seriously taken aback. As I read her simple but powerful words, I sat back, got all teary, and smiled. She was right. I might actually have this incredible opportunity. I could think that it might not happen, but I could also think that it might actually happen. I also smiled because I saw what I was doing. I saw what my natural tendency was to do in situations like this. I had this memory about something that happened in 1981, or you know what? I think it was 1980. <laughs> so I if you're a listener of the podcast, you may recall that I was in a marching band back in high school. I played saxophone. And in when I was in grade 10, This band started in grade 10, and we went to this national competition in St. Petersburg, Florida. And I remember thinking to myself, well, there's no way we're going to win because we're in Pennsylvania, and we haven't practiced all winter because we have snow. The marching band season was not in the winter. And any of the schools that were not from a place that there was snow, of course, they had a better chance to win. And I remember telling people this. (laughs) And I was telling upperclassmen this, like I was telling kids in grade 11 and 12, I don't, I just was blabbing away that that I didn't think it could possibly happen for us. I was psyching myself out. And then, of course, we won. <laughs> we won this national competition. And it was such a shock that the band director, Fred, he actually passed out. It was crazy. The whole situation was crazy. But that situation popped into my mind as I was having this realization that I absolutely have this tendency to psych myself out. So when I got those words, you got this, mama, I saw what I needed to do immediately in this situation. I needed to change my thoughts. Why not think that this could actually happen? I could think it intentionally. I was choosing to think that it might not. That thought was optional. When I thought that it might not happen, I felt disappointed. When I felt disappointed, I shrunk a bit. I retreated. I withdrew just a little. And the result of feeling smaller and being disappointed, I prove my thought that I will feel disappointed early while I'm waiting. That's all a choice. As you can see, there's really no upside to it. I'm a grown ass woman. I'm a 54 year old woman in the middle. I don't need to baby myself and practice letting myself down early to soften the blow. WTF, my friends. It was as if the most intense stadium lighting was now shining on my brain and my insight was so clear. It was time to think that I've got this. I'm a mama and I've got this. Why not? Then I actually imagined myself at the MoMA, looking around at the Kipa exhibit, imagining myself there with my Keepa. I thought back to the magnificent pair of shoes I purchased earlier in the summer. I blogged about them. They were so fantastic, I had to write about them. They literally called to me across the room. They were impossible to ignore in the shoe store. They were black strappy sandals with these shiny silver metal dots, like the size of a nickel. I'll include the link in the show notes to my blog, but it was called Falling in Love Again at My Age with a Pair of Shoes. (laughs) As this happened to you, I completely fell head over heels in love with a gorgeous pair of shoes that I didn't need, pun intended. These are shoes I would be wearing to the Museum of Modern Art when I visited. As you can imagine, I need to go to New York City pretty much immediately because, of course, I need to see my handmade work displayed there with my own eyeballs. And in fact, I am going this week. No more failing in advance kind of thinking. I needed to get to work and clean up my thoughts. Some seriously good mental hygiene was required. My new intentional thought would be something like this. I'm beside myself that I have this opportunity. I can't wait to wear my amazing shoes when I go to New York City to the Museum of Modern Art to see my work in this exhibit. I'm so grateful that I love doing what I love and can share it with people. Amazing things can happen no matter your age. I am worthy of amazing things. Those are all the thoughts that I was practicing thinking. When I practiced thinking these thoughts, I felt giddy excited, positive, open, which spins into completely different behavior. I acted differently. I slowly started sharing this crazy story with people. I leaned into the possibility rather than leaning out. The result was that my whole experience of waiting was different. It was more positive. It was more fun. True. I had no idea what was going to happen but I could see that I didn't need to let myself down in advance. If I didn't get into the exhibit, so what? I would be disappointed, but I could totally handle it. Disappointment is only a feeling. It's not gonna kill me. Why start feeling disappointed weeks before I might be disappointed? I could decide how I wanted to feel as I was waiting to find out what was going to happen. Would I be in or would I be out? Then, about a week later, I got another email from the folks at the items exhibit. I saw it in my inbox. Emails like this one from MoMA just pop out as if they were in neon colors. (laughs) I clicked on it. I was excited and I was nervous. Oh my God, I was in. I couldn't believe it. I teared up. I just sat there in my desk chair and stared at the screen for a few minutes in a bit of shock. I sent a quick text message to my mentor, Brooke, to give her the update. Her reply? It was only one word, and this word made me laugh out loud. She said, obviously. (laughs) She said, obviously. What she shared with me in that brief moment in time was insight into exactly what I needed to learn. When it comes to your own thinking, it's usually harder to see your own shenanigans. Even though I coach so many women and it's so clear for me when I'm helping them to see their own shenanigans and thought errors, when it's your own stuff, it can sometimes be a little trickier. When it comes to what's going on in your own mind, you need to pause and dig and continue to learn. We're all in this together when it comes to Self-Coaching 101. I needed to pause and ask myself if I liked feeling disappointed in advance. Like you, I had the opportunity to choose how I wanted to feel when I was waiting, during the in-between phase of being contacted and not knowing if it was a done deal. And you guys can use this insight anytime you're waiting for something. Anytime you're waiting for something, you can psych yourself out or you can psych yourself up. I could choose to feel excited or I could choose to feel disappointed in advance thoughts create feelings. I didn't realize what I was doing until I realized what I wasn't doing. I wasn't allowing myself to go all in. I wasn't allowing myself to dream. I thought I was being prudent. I thought it was a better idea to protect myself from the potential of being hurt and disappointed. I was way more comfortable failing in advance. And there was one more thing. I definitely was worried what people would think if I said something and then the opportunity fell through. As I mentioned earlier, I've caught myself acting like this before. This type of thinking was not new to me. I've been pretty much preparing myself emotionally like this, psyching myself out instead of up most of my life. Are you guys relating to this? I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. I think I'm in pretty good company, and it seems pretty common to gravitate to the negative like this. It's like your primitive brain is working to keep you safe, to keep you comfortable, to ensure you take on less emotional risk. But my friends, you can't trust your brain out of habit. Sometimes you need to stretch, reflect, seek greater perspective. Sometimes you need to grow in spite of yourself. Sometimes you need to ask yourself why, why you're actively choosing to think the way you're thinking. This type of thinking comes from your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that does thought analysis. That's what we need. You will surprise yourself more times than not when you dig around like this. You create a bit of a pause to give yourself the watcher perspective, the distance and perspective to watch your thoughts rather than being at the effect of your thoughts. So you amazing women in the middle, ask yourself, how is your thinking serving you? In my example, my thinking was not serving me, even though it felt like it was. Safe felt smart. I absolutely love taking a deep look at my thinking. I asked myself, so what if I got all excited and started imagining myself in my fancy shoes visiting the Kipa at the Museum of Modern Art and it didn't end up happening? What is the worst thing that could happen? Asking yourself, so what, is a great technique to create a bit of a pause. For me, I would have had this amazing feeling of feeling excited and proud for a week or so until I learned what was going to be. Would I be included or not? And then if the answer was no, I might feel disappointed maybe I would have felt disappointed. I think I would have felt a little disappointed. But the thing is that in this case, I didn't even go after this opportunity. It came to me. The more I realized it, there was simply no downside to believing that this would actually happen. The suggested thought, you got this mama, was as good a thought as any, perhaps the most perfect thought. Even if it didn't happen, my guess is that my disappointment would have been short-lived. I would have probably just reframed my thinking to focus on how exciting it was to have been considered at all. Sheesh! We can be so interesting sometimes. The question, so what, revealed a lot. The downside was really no big deal. The upside was a huge deal. Remember the other thing I mentioned about being concerned about what people would think if I said something about the opportunity and then the opportunity fell through? This thought was definitely part of what was going on in my mind too. When I choose to think this, I felt embarrassed. Isn't that crazy? The most amazing thing just happened to me and I was choosing to think a thought that created embarrassment about something that may not even happen. That thought was not useful at all. Talk about failing in advance. I was embarrassing myself in advance too. (laughs) I hope this little look into my brain was helpful for you. Think back to a time when you found out something that could be amazing. How did you act? What did you think? You act the way you acted because of the way you felt. And you felt the way you did because of the way you were thinking. Did your thinking serve you? Are you attracted to failing in advance? Or do you welcome dreaming big into your life? Do you allow yourself to go all in and take that emotional risk of putting yourself out there? I can't wait to hear from you guys. Please let me know how you handle your own brain in situations like these that could go either way. I'm really curious how you handle things. Email me at suzy at womeninthemiddlepodcast.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Seriously, I really want to hear what's going on in those beautiful brains of yours. I encourage you all to consider going all in as often as you can. There really isn't a downside. I honestly learned so much from this experience. So I'm going to New York City this week. In fact, I'll be walking into the museum about the time this podcast episode goes live. I'll be doing some Facebook Lives on my Facebook business page, too, which you can find at facebook.com forward slash The Midlife Coach. And I am super excited to go and enjoy every New York minute of soaking up this most unbelievable experience. I am filled with pride. I am filled with awe and wonder. And... I am preparing to be radically amazed. That is for sure. So my friends, that is it for this episode. Let's do this, ladies. One amazing thought at a time. Being a woman in the middle is the best place to be. Thanks so much for listening. I am going to have an amazing week and I hope you guys have an amazing week too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women in the Middle. If you liked what you heard and want more, head over to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want.